What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Welcome to Strictly Business, Variety's weekly podcast featuring conversations with industry leaders about the business of media and entertainment. I'm Cynthia Littleton, co-editor-in-chief of Variety. Today my guest is Ray Nutt, CEO of Fathom Events. I'm happy to have him as a guest because one aspect of the business we haven't covered as much on Strictly Business is exhibition. It's a sector that is in transition. It's also in many ways still in a world of hurt as moviegoing recovers from the pandemic. Fathom has emerged as a specialty distributor of content that is a little off the beaten path for movie theaters. It has a long-standing distribution deal with the Metropolitan Opera in New York City for live screenings of the Met's incredible productions. Fathom is also the distributor bringing Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey to America this winter. Nutt patiently explains the business model behind the company that is owned by the nation's three largest exhibition chains, AMC Entertainment, Regal, and Cinemark. Ray has been the head of Fathom since 2017, and he has a long background in exhibition. In closing, he offers his thoughts on what the road to health looks like for the multiplex business. That's all coming up after the break. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, 
Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. Ray Nutt, CEO of Fathom Events. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's great to be with you guys. Well, it's an interesting time to talk about the exhibition business. There's, you know, no no shortage of transition, no shortage of opportunity. And for obvious reasons that the world has been talking about for the last three years, a lot of challenges in movie going, which although I have grown up covering the television business, I have since I was 12 years old and able to ride my bike to my favorite movie theater. I have loved, I, I truly love the movie going experience. I'd like to start just by having asking you kind of describe the sort of size and scope of your business and what Fathom brings to the exhibition community. Well, Fathom uh, Fathom is uh, currently an event cinema business, but to get some context from that, uh, you know, I I spent most of my years in the uh, on the theater exhibition side of the business with United Artists Theaters and then Regal Entertainment Group, and then I came over to uh, to fathom uh, about five and a half years ago. And when I came over, it was, uh, things were known as alternative content and alternative content was, was something that over the first couple of years in doing this job, I got a little uncomfortable with that just didn't, didn't resonate with me. I don't think it resonated with a lot of our audience as well, or even the industry. So we started to transition into what we're calling now event cinema. And that's as, as, 
technology developed and, you know, there became a new interest and a little thing called the pandemic happened, which got people thinking much differently about content on the screen, not just commercial product, but other content and backups in production and everything. So, um, so right now, you know, the scope of the business is, uh, isn't giant, um, but it is an opportunistic growing business right now. And it's a great place to be uh, where theater exhibitors and content providers are coming up with new content. Exhibitors are hungry for additional content. Um, and so, you know, it's a, it's a great place to be right now. And, uh, you know, my crew is uh, definitely excited about the opportunities ahead of us. You are jointly owned by AMC, Regal, and Cinemark, which is, that's a big footprint in exhibition right there. But you also send your events, your special events can go to any exhibitor that raises their hand and says, I'd like to bring this to my theater. Or is it just for that, the, those three circuits? No, I'm glad you brought that up because there, there are misconceptions about there because we're owned by AMC Cinemark and Regal that we only distribute to them. And that's not the case at all. Uh, we distribute to them, obviously, but we distribute to 97 other theater circuits domestically and theater circuits worldwide as, as well. Um, in fact, I, you know, when it comes to distribution, uh, probably our owners are, you know, exercise as much discretion, if not more, about the content that we bring to the screen because they are the biggest. And everybody's knocking on their door to distribute content to them, including us, obviously. So um, it's, it's, uh, it's really good. We, you know, from a technology standpoint, we have one of the most cost-effective ways to get content uh, from our office or from the content providers to the movie theaters. Um, and that's through what we call our digital broadcast network. It's a satellite-based network that has 1,100 uh, theaters and 2,200 screens domestically. And it's uh, very easy to get content uh, and efficient to get content. So a lot of our content partners like that. But we also launched something just last year. Um, you know, 1,100 theaters doesn't sound like a lot, uh, but it is sometimes for event cinema. But we launched something called DCP only. And what that is, is we have the ability to now just go ahead and, and uh uh, do things like a regular movie, uh, distribute content like a regular movie to movie theaters. And so some of our recent events, uh, like The Chosen, for example, and others that, uh, that uh, get decent distribution are up to 2,000 plus screens. And uh, what we've changed is our philosophy. And we used to, anyone we partnered with on the exhibition side used to have to have and install that digital broadcast network. We've eased that a little bit now and said, you know what, if you've got a digital projector and you can accept the DCP, then we're in business with you if you uh, if you want our content and we think it's right for you as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you go about what makes for good, a good Fathom event offering? I, your, your upcoming slate, which we'll talk about, has a, has a quite a range of things going on. What, what do you look for to make a, to, for the, the, the right thing for Fathom events? Yeah. You know, as I previously mentioned, this is one of the, the uh, things that caused me to balk a little bit about the brand alternative content and move into event cinema uh, and, and actually talk a little bit about where we're going in the future, because we're actually working on transitioning the industry and our company from away from the event cinema brand 
uh, into what uh, we're calling uh, specialty distribution. But what we look for uh, is uh, content that has an audience. And that's the first thing. A lot of people, the reason I was uncomfortable with alternative content, because it makes it sound like anything other than com commercial product that's out there can be slapped up on the screen. And boy, there's going to be an audience there. But people have to realize we started this business on a Monday through a Thursday type of business. Very difficult to get people off their couch and into movie theaters during, you know, Monday. It's got to be something special. So there has to be an audience out there. And I have a spectacular team that does the research, does the programming, does the marketing, and does all of the operations uh, for everything. We're an end-to-end -end solution for our content providers. But the main thing is that you have to have that audience. And, and we've done some things that people, you know, when we announced it, they'll raise their eyebrows and say, well, what in the world is that? <laughs> but they find out that we've done our research. You know, recently, uh, you know, just uh, February 15th, we opened uh, Winnie the Pooh. And, um, you know, this was a horror picture. Winnie the Pooh, uh, Blood and Honey, which is... Yes, I should say I, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. No. A, a. Milne, I don't think he ever anticipated Christopher Robin having this, but it is an interesting, it's an interesting um, example of copyrights have, you know, the copyright has expired. So Winnie the Pooh is now, the new versions can be had, but so you did your homework on that. Yeah, it's a great example of us identifying an audience for that. Uh, we were watching, you know, socials on that. And, you know, when my team first brought it to me, I was like, I, I don't, you know, I don't get it. And then they brought me all the backup and the research and everything. And I, I said, okay, it looks like there is an audience for it. And, you know, opening night, it did, uh, at least in North America, uh, about $760,000. So, you know, on a Wednesday night, that's uh, that's that's pretty darn good for uh, for event cinema. So uh, we were very happy with that. But that gives you a little bit of a flavor of of uh, you know how we go about looking at our content. And by the way, our content is very diverse, as you probably know. Um, you know, it's everything from the Metropolitan Opera to children's programming to anime original you know original programming. Uh, and the biggest category that we had last year, which was huge for us, was faith-based. So, um, so there's, you know, you have to do a lot of research and understand what audiences will get up off that couch I referred to and get to the movie theater uh, on, on a weekday or on weekends. Uh, we, we do get this distribution on weekends as well. We had uh, some of the top documentaries. We had 10 of the 30 top documentaries um, in uh, the industry in 2022. And, uh, you know, that was led by our number two, the, the number two documentary in the industry, which was Mother Teresa. So it was a doc on Mother Teresa. Um, so a lot of our faith-based content are films. Um, we have a, a lot of live content that uh, does come with them because we have added value. So somebody through our network will do either pre-recorded or live uh, added content, but, uh, or added value, I should say. So, um, so, you know, that has been a, a, and, and we're getting into different categories as well. If you look at the chosen, which we've done three events with them now, we're getting into episodics. So we did season three episodes one and two late last year. And then we did, uh, episodes, you know, final episodes seven and eight as well. And, um, you know, to your point that you were talking about maybe earlier about the communal experience and that type of thing, 
that's a great example about something that we sourced out there. We'd been talking to these guys for years and we knew that they wanted to gather communally because the only place they've ever been able to see their content is through the app that they have. So um, we made that available to them in movie theaters and uh, uh, they came out in droves for not only a Christmas movie called The Messengers in 2021, uh, but also the episodics that I just mentioned as well. Um, in the example of faith-based films or a Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, what is the benefit to a film distributor, an independent distributor to going with Fathom rather than trying to set up an, you know, an art house deal or a, you know, regional circuit deal with a more, with an AMC or a Regal or a Cinemark? Do you offer them better, better economic terms? The economic terms are very uh, favorable, uh, but I think one of the biggest things they come to us for is distribution. And they know that, you know, per my previous comment about who we distribute to, not only our owners, but others out there, they know they're going to get good distribution through Fathom and they're going to get a marketing partner as well. And with that marketing, you know, comes things like, you know, they'd have to pay for trailering, you know, if they go the traditional route. Our economic deal and our comprehensive deal involves uh, dedicated trailering that we have as a deal with our owners out there as well. So, uh, so there's marketing assets that they get, um, get access to certain things that we have access to with our owners. Maybe that's the loyalty programs that are out there. So uh, a lot of it's uh, distribution, a lot of it's marketing. And again, it's an end-to-end -end solution. A lot of our content providers, um, they just... You know, they don't want to, you know, go through everything that there is to go through with traditional distribution. And it's a very turnkey approach with us. So so that's what a lot of the content partners do. And there's a lot of content partners that are coming to us that uh, that have done traditional distribution as well. I mean, we did LifeMark with uh, uh, the Kendrick brothers, you know, Fireproof is what they've done in the past amongst other movies, 30 to $60 million movies. And Fireproof did uh, about five and a half million dollars with uh, with us. Uh, that was a, a picture with Kirk Cameron, who we've worked with in the past to do live events with us. So um, it's it's just a it's we, we try to make it very, very easy for the uh, content providers to get their content on screen and distribute. Is the box office split? Is it about comparable to what it would be through a more traditional exhibition? Yeah. Um, you know what, our, our content, our, our economic model is based on a, 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 rev, a rev share off the tickets. And uh, it's very unusual. We don't pay a dime to acquire content. We basically license content for a period of time. And then there's a piece of the box office that automatically comes off the top and goes to our theater owners or theater affiliates and, and it's all equal. So it doesn't matter whether it's our owners or affiliates. And that percentage is a little bit less on weekdays because of the opportunity costs. And it's a little bit more on weekends because of the opportunity cost of getting that screen on the weekend is a little bit more. And then generally after that, we would, uh, depends who, it depends on who brings what to the table in terms of a marketing plan. But uh, generally, it's 50-50 after there's a, there's a uh, contribution to our uh, uh, theater operators. And so the reason it's set up that way is that 
everybody's got a got a dog in the hunt that that way, and everybody has an incentive to bring what they have to the table to make that film as successful as possible. Exhibition, Fathom, content, and any of the marketing partners that might be brought on as well to uh, handle the P&A. So, um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a very different model, and uh, uh, in many cases, it's it's much more favorable to the content provider than they could get if they went direct. Well, as you're, you're talking about independent productions, that you know a turnkey solution to P and A, which is so such a big part and important to get right and expensive part of the movie making after you've spent all the money to make the movie. So I can see I can see the appeal of that, especially to independent. Talk a little bit more about the focus on Monday through Thursday and why that matters to exhibitors. It sounds like, you know, getting people in there, any anything that will get people in there at a time when the the room is usually empty is going to be a good thing for an exhibitor. It is. And, you know, coming from exhibition and, and I'll speak maybe not in current times, but in times, you know, way prior to the pandemic, you know, these theaters are all leased for the most part, for most of them, you know, probably 95% of theaters at least are leased out there. So there's a tenant landlord issue and they're paying rent. These theater operators are, doesn't matter whether it's Monday or a Friday night, uh, they're paying, they're paying the same rent. And I can tell you that, uh, you know, way back in the day, we actually had discussions about, does it even make sense to leave the theater open Monday through Thursday? That's how quiet they are. Um, and, you know, obviously the answer to that is at least prohibitive and you couldn't do that. But uh, if, if you could, it would make financial sense to do so because you're doing most of your business Friday, Saturday and Sunday, no big secret. Right. Um, so I think starting the business, you know, years ago, you know, alternative content and starting the Fathom business that was actually a business that was purchased by AMC Regal and Cinemark back in 2013 from National Cinemedia. Now, National Cinemedia, as many people know, is the leading cinema advertising operator out there, a company that I helped found as well. And um, it was a stepchild. You know, alternative content was a stepchild to, to, um, to advertising in theaters because most of the revenue was coming from advertising at that time. And so, you know, the, the theater owners now, AMC Regal and Cinemark, found it in their best interest to uh, separate this business, focus it on itself, and then make it something more than that Monday through Thursday business. And that's literally what it has become. I can tell you it was probably a $30 million business when um, they uh, uh, the three circuits bought the company. Uh, when I joined in 2017, it jumped to $55 million. And then by 2019, we grew it to $80 million before the pandemic. Um, and just to give you some context, in 2022, um, our company was 86% of 2019 numbers, where, as you know, the general industry was 66%, give or take, of 2019. So it gives you a little context about the growth opportunities that I talked about before with, uh, with Event Cinema. I can't do the kager in my head, but I know it's good. <laughs> that's, pre that's pretty impressive. And in terms of like, is there a sweet spot for the time of day that you have an event? Is in my understanding, it's kind of earlier than a usual evening evening uh, sweet spot for a for a more traditional film. 
Yeah, we're, we're usually taking up maybe, you know, one show time a day where a traditional run during the day is maybe five show times on average, that type of thing. And it depends. It really depends on the uh, type of content. If it's children's programming, we're probably going to be looking at a Saturday or Sunday morning. You know, we're trying to get in there where it's between nap time with the kids, depending <laughs> on the age or we're, you know, so th these are the kind of things that my team goes through in terms of, uh, of recommending optimal distribution times with play dates and show times. And uh, they're very, very good at it. Uh, so, you know, there's that. And on the other end of the spectrum, maybe there's the Metropolitan Opera. So uh, that comes, you know, we do about 12 events a year and that comes out of, uh, uh, comes out of uh, the Met in New York uh, uh, live. And that's a uh, matinee on a Saturday. Uh, so that at the average age of a Met uh, goer is about 73 years old. So a little bit, uh, a little bit on the other end of the spectrum from the kids. And, uh, and then we repeat it with a matinee and a evening show the following Wednesday as an encore to give uh, that audience an opportunity to get to the movie theater as well. So it really, given how diverse our, uh, uh, our businesses and our content is, um, you know, Winnie the Pooh, for example, you'll you'll probably be running or exhibition will be running maybe seven and a 10 o'clock show. It doesn't matter what night, you know, that type of thing. So it's it's really all over the place, uh, but it, it's very focused and targeted. at When can we create a convenient time for that customer to get to the movie theater? Having been to the I have had the good fortune to have gone to a Metropolitan Opera production. And I think it's it's wonderful that through this distribution, this longstanding distribution arrangement, I know that the Met is one of your longstanding partners, that, that people can see the amazing spectacle and talent that is on display in these operas. It is, it is, I think, you know, any anybody at the Met will tell you that it is an older audience and, and sadly seems like it's fading. And and hopefully this is a way to make it available to people that would never be able to get to Lincoln Center and see the in, the incredible spectacle that is just that is just this this art form that is you know that that really needs that needs the boost of having more people than can get to Manhattan and Los Angeles and Paris and Rome uh, to be able to to hear this incredible music. The beauty of the Met uh, when that's I mean it's been you're right it's been a long long term relationship we have a great, great relationship with them. And uh, it was uh, an ingenious idea that was, predates my time at Fathom to actually take that live out of Lincoln Center and, and bring it not only to the United States, but all over the world. And I think the one thing that really impressed me when I first became familiar with the Met and the relationship and the programming of it was, was kind of like you said, that you, if you're sitting in that movie theater, you're actually seeing something that you cannot see if you're sitting in that seat at the Met. You're seeing something in backstage. You're seeing costume changes. You're seeing some background, you know, stories about the uh, uh, actors or whatever. And and it 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 really is fascinating and will grab your attention in, in movie theaters. And that's also something about Fathom in general. Every single one of our events, uh, whether it's a classic movie or the Met or or whatever has um, has added value content, like I said before. For example, for some of our classic movies, uh, now we just hired Leonard Malton to give a four or five minute introduction to every single one of those. We have Casablanca coming up and 
I just saw, I just saw his uh, intro to that and he did a absolute fabulous job. So, you know, one of the renowned critics that is still left out there, he just did, he's a super, super guy and did a super job for us. So it brings that added value to the audience. And uh, by the way, we command a little bit higher ticket price at the box office as well uh, because of that bad added value. So, uh, so that all plays into the, the model with uh, with Fathom. Mm -hmm. With classic movies, I did see Casablanca was on your on your upcoming slate. What, of course, there are many classic movies. Is there something that makes a classic movie that really work for a Fathom Events presentation? Yeah, the first the first thing is uh, an anniversary title. So oh. it's it's, it's got to be an anniversary. We love anniversaries. What's that? We love anniversaries. <laughs> and I mean, you know, we look at things like every five years. So we do have a slate that says, okay, this one's coming up, that one's coming up. But the, uh, as I always say, the classics uh, are what reminds me of how old I'm getting when I see a Rain Man that we're going to do no later this year or, uh, <laughs> or National Lampoon's Vacation or something that just doesn't really seem like it should be a classic, but it actually is. We're all getting older. So, uh, so you know, the classics have been a great, great source of entertainment for our audiences and a great source of, uh, of revenue, actually. And we've got such a great partnership with all the studios but the reason for the uh, getting back to the anniversary is typically you'll get home entertainment uh, division of the studios to participate with the marketing or whether that's PR or, you know, whatever it is social. Um, and they may be releasing a Blu-ray, DVD, you know, whatever it might be as part of the anniversary. So we'll help them with that advertising in our movie theaters as well. So great mutual relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for the studios, you know, to be able to dust off a, you know, Casablanca and get it, you know, get it, put it out on a, put, give it another run. It's <laughs> some, these are some of the most amortized movies of all time, but, but also, I mean, you know, the chance to see them on a big screen. I was fortunate. I did grow up. Uh, there was a wonderful revival house in South Pasadena where I grew up and I just got to see so many great movies and there's just no, there's no replacement for seeing it on that big silver screen. Yeah. Um, it's 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 interesting because we did it's a wonderful life and uh this past holiday season great movie obviously but you could you know here's the thing you could see that as as all your listeners know and you know you could see that on tv starting the day after thanksgiving if not thanksgiving and running all the way through christmas and and on prime network too right so it people came out to the movie theaters to see it. And I have my doubts. I'm like, but it just tells you what a great, great movie that is and how people want to take their grandkids to that or whomever, you know, their family members and just make it a, a communal outing at the movie theater. So it's a great example of a classic movie that you can see on that little box at home if you want, but uh, yeah, people wanted to actually see it at movie theaters. Somewhere Frank Capra is smiling over that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more from Ray Nutt, CEO of Fathom Events. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. 
luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. And we're back with more from Fathom Events CEO, Ray Nutt. You mentioned you get good trailer support from your parent companies, which is a very big footprint and obviously a huge boost. But are there other things that you do? Do you use social media? How do you get the word out with your target audiences, which sometimes are not the the most ardent moviegoers? Yeah, uh, I mean, we have a great, great marketing department. There's, uh, We rely a lot on social, and I know a lot of people just talk about social, but our social is very, very targeted to that audience. Uh, in terms of the trailering, uh, it's great. I, you know, I've mentioned Winnie the Pooh a couple of times, but, you know, we were fortunate enough. We, we try to program content so it gets the eyeballs that it needs as well. So we were uh, trailering in front of Knock at the Cabin for two weeks prior to Winnie the Pooh coming out. So, you know, the audience that we need. Um, so uh, there's that. We also rely on our content partners to bring a solid marketing plan to the table. And that's all negotiated in advance of us um, uh, except their licensing and distributing uh, content to the theaters. So if there's if there is a solid marketing plan, um, we obviously are interested in it. But I will tell you, there's we do about 117. Well, last year we did 117 events um, during the year. Um, and we look at about 3,000 pieces of content. So it gives you a little perspective on how many, you know, things that we look at. Um, and I sort of look at, at Fathom as kind of, a, kind of servicing this middle window that's really not competitive with anything at the end of the day. Um, it's, you know, there's content that, that is worthy of, of you know, production and goes to the major studios and so forth. Although I will say Fathom is the 10th largest distributor in North America right now behind all of those guys, Disney, Warner Brothers, and, and so forth. Um, and then on the other end of the spectrum is content that, you know, we look at and, and it just isn't meant for the big screen. So we reject that and it probably never does get uh, get to hit the big screen for the most part. We service that thing right in the middle. 
and um, and it's an it's it's not competitive. It's an incremental window, and it's a way for content partners to uh, certainly um, you know monetize in a different window and an incremental incremental window um, uh, their content with Fathom. Right. I know that before coming to Fathom, you have a long a long history, a long track record of working in exhibition and film the film distribution area. What, um, you know, what, what do you think in the big picture? I know this, we could talk for another hour about this, but in the, in the big picture, what do you think is going to be, what are, what's the road back to, you know, real health for traditional exhibition? Do you, I'd just love if, if you have any thoughts about what, what the marketplace needs to do, because one thing I know is that even before the pandemic, there was, there was some pain in the in the sector. It was they were there were some there were some problems that were kind of coming to the fore. And then of course the pandemic just was the wallop that you know nobody really saw coming. But would love your perspective on the the larger exhibition sector. Yeah, um, I have spent uh, thirty to thirty five years on the um, theater exhibition side of the business with United Artists Theaters and then Regal Entertainment Group before coming over here to Fathom five and a half years ago. And uh, I've seen in those years many, many changes in this industry. Um, I also come from the cable television background. So it was, you know, VCRs and then cable television that was going to put theaters out of business and that didn't happen. And it was Windows and that has had an impact on the theatrical business, but it hasn't put the theaters out of business either. Um, you know, theaters obviously went through a very difficult time, as did Fathom during the pandemic. So coming out of there, we, we had a, at Fathom, we had an acronym uh, called HOPE. And it was the, uh, you know, I started this right at the beginning of the pandemic. I said, I don't know where this thing's going. None of us have faced this before, but it's the health of our organization. We need to remain um, optimistic. Uh, we need to be persistent in what we're doing. And then we need to excel coming out of the pandemic. And we're certainly in that excel period right now. I've been very fortunate enough in my career to um, maybe be at the right place at the right time. I formed four or five joint ventures with uh, theater operators. Fathom was one of them. NCM was one of them. DCIP financing the technology to put into movie theaters. DCDC, which uh, actually, you know, put uh, a network into theaters. And uh, so, you know, uh, I look at Fathom as being um, in the right place at the right time right now. In terms of the biggest, the bigger picture with the industry, there's there's no smoking gun that is is in my opinion at least that's going to uh, quote save the industry or move it forward. It's people with vision that entails many different things. And I'll just relate it to distribution of content because that's what I'm in right now. Um, you know, people recognize, you know, when Fathom finishes 86% of 2019, the industry 66%, that should send a message that this is viable in terms of the future of the business. Now, is it the holy grail that's gonna save the industry? Absolutely not. I'm not gonna ever pretend that that's gonna be the case. Uh, I hope I eat my words, but uh, anyway, that 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 probably won't happen. Will it be a vital factor of many different factors in the industry? Absolutely. Um, and so I think I think the industry um, has some visionaries that uh, have have done some things in the past, have learned some things in the past. 
have been humbled. You know, we've all been humbled by the pandemic, obviously, in the past. Uh, and I and I think that uh, those folks with the greatest vision of a little here, a little there, and a little over here will will really help the industry grow and become something that. Uh, you know, whatever the next phase is. But I can tell you that um, uh, the kind of content that Fathom is distributing, we will play a, uh, a significant part of that moving forward. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave us a review at Apple Podcast. We love to hear from listeners. Please go to Variety.com and sign up for the free weekly Strictly Business newsletter. And don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of Strictly Business. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.